of get up 10. First of all, if you're watching live, I just want to shout out my sister because this is her um, hoodie, jacket, sweatshirt, whatever. Got me looking like Baba Black Sheep over here. And second of all, I was going to say what's popping and shout out Nikki, but I didn't say what's popping. But shout out Nikki anyways because I just love her. Anyways, this week I want to talk about maturity. And yes, I know that it is not Tuesday, but it's still this week. It's Thursday and we are here live. So don't hold it against me. I worked Monday night and Tuesday night, so that's why I didn't do the podcast those nights. But I just wanted to talk about maturity a little bit. It's actually a topic I wanted to talk about before. I have a whole list of topics that I would like to talk about, but I kind of wait and see what's on my heart when Tuesday, or in this case Thursday, is coming up, and that's what I really talk about. But this one has been on my heart for a while, and we're finally getting it done. So bear with me because I'm a little bit all over the place. I do have my notes in front of me, but we're still going to be a little bit all over the place. So also, if you're watching, I hope this is hopefully a little bit of a distraction from the election and waiting to find out what's going to happen with that. But anyways, so maturity, like when I think about maturity, I think about growing up and I was going to name this podcast episode grow up because we hear that all the time like I wish you would just grow up you need to grow up you need to put your big girl panties on and all those types of sayings like we hear that all the time and when I think about maturity also if you've never heard this before let me just tell you that age and maturity do not equal the same thing like just because you're older doesn't mean you're more mature so I'd also like to throw that out there what really inspired this conversation for me, well, I was debating before I went live, like, is this really a conversation if I'm talking to myself? I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully you guys are listening. But anyways, um, yeah, I was, so I like to listen to rap music. It's always been that way since I was a little girl. That's just a part of me. It is what it is. Anyways, and I think being 23 now, and listening to rap music for, well, almost two decades, <laughs> you see a lot of different artists come and go. You have your classic rappers, and then you have, like, your um, one-hit wonders. And when you think about those heavy hitters, those classic rappers, you think about, well, I think about, like, Jay-Z, first of all. I just want to talk about Jay real quick. Because, so, we've definitely seen whole evolve as a rapper from his earlier days where it was all about I don't even want to <laughs> I don't know how to say it nicely but you know that stereotypical rap lifestyle of like woman money clothes cars and all that kind of stuff to 444 that just dropped and how he has become a family man and a billionaire I believe yeah and We've just seen the growth from, like, this young man in the projects to, like, a grown man with a family, you know, and that's admirable, and I remember uh, Hope did an interview maybe last year or the year before that, and he talked about how rap is the young man's game, and it really is if you think about it, like, I heard somebody, it might have been 50, I think it was in 50 Cent's book, how he talked about how the hottest rapper is always just like that latest young broken person unfortunately like the more broken like the more popular they become and how that's what rap like thrives off of is these young broken people that are like hot for the moment um 
Yeah. And even 50 Cent is another example of somebody who we have seen completely evolve in their craft from a rapper to someone who is wrote their own book, um, is now producing TV shows that are like amazing I mean power I love power (laughs) I don't know if I should be saying that but it is what it is I love watching power it's such a good show and then he did the other show is it called for life with ABC I don't know but my man is making money moves for real and I also thought about like Gucci who just dropped his book like (laughs) we all know Lemonade and I was gonna say Burrow in time, but I'm not about to do all that. <laughs> but you know, like we see Gucci Mane go from that to getting locked up, and then he came out of prison like this new man, like lost all this weight, um, wiped up. Keisha KRL Harvey said her name officially, and now they're expecting their first child to. Well, I don't know if it's their first child, but they're expecting a baby together. And so another rapper that we have just seen evolve and grow. And this last person that I want to highlight was Waka Flocka because I'm a Waka Flam. Wow, Waka Flam. Oh my gosh, I can't talk. <laughs> Waka fan. And I know Waka isn't the best example in this case because like we all do. We all have room for growth and Waka definitely has room for growth. But I'm not going to downplay the growth that we have seen from, you know, grocery party and all of that, just, like, getting crunk, getting turned up, whatever you want to say, to, like, now I follow, I've been following him on Instagram for a couple years, and I just see the evolution in his post as a man. He and Tammy have been together for a while. I believe they finally got married, or at least publicly got married, um, not too long ago, and then he's always stepped up and been that father figure for Tammy's daughter, Charlie. Like, he loves that girl, like, she is his own because yeah I don't think that's her actual dad but anyways and um I see some of the quotes that Waka posts and you could just even though quotes could be deceiving you can tell like okay like this man is learning life and so we definitely appreciate the growth of these rappers in their craft and as as men I can I guess I have to say men can I think of any woman? I don't know. I'm going to have to come back to that. <laughs> but I just thought of these men that we have seen mature over the years. And I think that's a reflection of their personal growth. Like when you grow as an individual, it reflects in your craft, in your artistry, whatever it is that you're doing, like whatever you're putting in is going to come out. And so, yeah, like we love to see it, you know, like I love how um, in I forgot what song it is. But on 444, Jay talks about how he's trying to put us on, what is it, a million dollars worth of game for 9.99 or something like that. And it's just, it's crazy. It really is grown folks, grown folks talk because a young kid is not going to want to listen to rap about investing and real estate and stocks, you know. But somebody who is doing something with their life is going to listen to that and appreciate that. Or somebody who's trying to do better, that might be the thing that piques their interest. And so... It's just, it's interesting to watch. And who doesn't love a good family man? Who doesn't love to see that husband that is holding it down for his wife, showing up for his family, for his kids? Like when Hope talks about, he doesn't know what he would do if he wasn't there while Blue was growing up, essentially. Because <laughs> I don't have the words in front of me. But I want you guys to just get the point. Like, we have respect for that. Like, those are things that we look up to and aspire to for the most part. 
And I think what contributes to these rappers and their maturity is, or even anybody in life, what contributes to somebody that we look at and say, that's a grown person, that's a mature person, is this person who decides what's important, who decides their priorities and sticks to them. Because when you're young, you're just living, you're not as intentional or thoughtful and maturity is definitely an intentional process it definitely is a process because we definitely don't start mature you know and so as you stop and think and you learn life I love saying that that's one of my favorite things like learn life (laughs) um you decide what's important to you and for you and the person that you want to be or yeah the person that you want to show up as and you let everything else fall to the wayside and that is what I think of when I think about a mature person because as I was thinking about this topic I realized that like so one of my favorite sermons that Michael Todd preached shout out Transformation Church TC Nation (laughs) is uh the stride series and I remember when he brought up that whole concept of striding like you know we always want to be where the energy is we want to be movers and shakers we want to just go, 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 and go-getters, grind, hustle, all that kind of stuff, but we often downplay the importance of, like, going at a sustainable pace, like, not always being in a rush, like, taking time to think and be intentional and get your details together and rest and all that kind of stuff, and, like, that's what striding is about, like, he talks about, we all know the Kanye song, Jesus Walks, And how if you read the New Testament, like Jesus literally walks, he never ran anywhere, he never rushed anywhere, and he still did everything he needed to do. And his ministry was three years long, and we're still talking about him today. And we never hear about him rushing, we never hear about him worrying. Um, I just heard recently how somebody was thinking about how many naps Jesus took in the Bible, like my man was asleep, he made sure to get them Z's, and how we need to emulate that in, in some regards. And so I always talk about how I talk about I always think about how Michael Todd talks about how when you are just go, 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 grind, 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 hustle, 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 that lifestyle is not sustainable. Like you're you are going to burn out. And so when I was thinking about this topic, immaturity, immaturity, whatever, is not sustainable. Like if you don't grow up, if you don't choose to go through the process, like you're not going to get to where you need to get to. You're not going to go very far. Like, I love how we always think about the example of uh, maturity and the child and the adult. And like, that's also very biblical. There's a lot of verses that talk about um, when I was a child and um, how you start off with milk and then you graduate to bigger and better, more complex foods, you know? And I was just thinking about it like, what if somebody never stopped drinking milk? Like, how far would they even make it? Like, that would cause major problems. And, like, imagine it. Like, I can't even, like, even now, like, think about if you just drank milk for, like, you just started drinking milk and that was all you ate. Like, I'm pretty sure you would wind up in the hospital. (laughs) That's not okay. It's not sustainable. And I think that same example applies to life. Like, if you chose to never grow up, if you never took accountability or responsibility for your life and your choices and your healing and whatever else, like, you're going to end up in a hospital. Maybe not literally, but 
maybe mentally and emotionally, like you're going to be in a hurt place. It's going to stunt your growth. Um, and the other thing, so I had a whole bunch of thoughts, so I'm just going to go through them. The other thing that I thought about as I was thinking about this topic and what I want to say is relationships with my siblings. So if you don't know, I'm the oldest out of four siblings and I have two brothers and a sister. So my mom got two and two or my parents, I guess it's not just my mom. <laughs> Anyways. And so my brother, so the brother that's after me, um, we are 18 months apart. So pretty much as long as I can remember my life, he's always just been there alongside me. He's always been a part of my life. We grew up together. That's my playmate. That's my brother. That's my confident, like confidant. Anyways, like that's just my person. And then like, so I have, we have two younger siblings. So my sister came next and my sister is 18 now. So what is that? I never actually thought about this. <laughs> We're four years apart, pretty much, right? I don't know. Wait, four years? When was she born? I don't know. She's 18. I'm 23. Do the math because I clearly can't right now. Anyways, and so growing up, when when my parents told me that, first of all, I just I still remember when my parents told me that they were pregnant with my sister, I think. You know what? I might be blurring the memories. But the point is, at first, when I found out that I was going to have a little sister, it was like the best news in the world. I was so excited. Like, it was just, I was on cloud nine. Like, a sister? Like, what? The best news in the world. And then, after a few years, I hated my sister. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, I was so annoyed. Like, we used to share a room together, and I would terrorize her. Like, she would snore in the middle of the night. And I would pull out her pillow from under her head <laughs> to stop her from snoring. And then I literally, we had hardwood floors in our bedroom. And I took duct tape and I put down a line to divide our room. And, like, I would throw books at her. And I would just, like, terrorize her. And I was going through my teenage years. And I was emotional. And I would always be kicking her out the room because I needed to cry. And, like, I just, it was just a mess. <laughs> but then my sister became a teenager. And she became my best friend. And to this day, like, that is my built-in best friend. Like, I love my sister. Like, I know that I can go to my sister with anything. And we talk about everything. And I miss her so much because she's in California right now living her best life. But hopefully she'll be back home soon. And, yeah, like, that is a part of me for real. But... I think what contributed to our relationship being where it is now is the maturity. And I think it's on both sides. Like not only did I mature as her big sister, but I think she, well, I don't think, I know she also matured as an individual herself. And so because we, as a result of us both maturing, we're able to have the relationship that we do. But when I was that emotional teenager that was only worried about my my emotions and my little drama that I had going on, <laughs> like, I didn't have time to worry about my sister or any of that, you know? And the cycle is kind of repeating itself with my youngest brother. So like I said, I'm 23 and he is 12. So there is obviously a gap there. And, you know, like I said, same kind of deal. At first, it's the baby brother. My brother and I are actually very, very alike. We're bookends. Um, we have very similar personalities and mentalities. And so, like, when my brother was little, like, that was my baby. Like, I have pictures of us together and everything. And then he grew up and he got annoying. And, like, 
he is almost to that point. Like, he has his moments now where he's like, okay, yeah, you're not so bad. But most of the times, like, that boy gets under my skin like no other. Oh, my gosh. But I told him, because he is a very emotional person like myself. And um, I know, like, we had some things come up over the past few months where we had, like, little, mm, not scuffles, but, you know, like, we just got into it as brother and sister. And he came up to me and he was just like, oh, I want to apologize to you because... I don't want to, I don't, I always want us to be good. Like, you're my big sister. And I just told him, I'm like, look, we're always going to be good. You're my little brother. Right now, you're just, <laughs> you're just a little annoying. But in a few years, like, best believe the way that you see me with our other brother and sister, like, that's going to be you and me. We're going to be just as close. And yeah. And then, like I said, like, that's a result of not only me maturing as an individual, but him maturing as well. Like, if he stayed immature or I stayed immature, like we wouldn't see the fruit of the, of our relationship as siblings. And <laughs> my last thought, okay, quote unquote last thought, cause I still got more for you guys, but the last kind of thing that inspired this whole discussion. So your girl loves maduros. Okay. Like platanos. I could get fat on platanos. I could like, give me a side of plantains for those of you who don't know with everything. Like, what fried bananas who thought of this this is genius i'm here for it (laughs) they're my favorite especially like growing up my mom's puerto rican so she does her thing with that and so if you don't know if you've been under a rock if you've been eating chicken nuggets and french fries your whole life let me just tell you okay so you got plantains or platanos however you want to call it and you can cook them two different ways so you can have sosones which is when the banana is not yet like sweet and you kind of smash it and fry it, and it's more of, like, this salty taste. That's not a good way to describe it, but essentially, you have the sweet and you have the salty. So the salty is before the banana gets ripe. Um, it's similar to, like, a potato chip, if you want to put it like that. That's This is terrible, but anyways, just go with it. And the other side is um, maduros, which is my favorite, and when I got older... I happened to, like, look up what maduros meant, what the translation of that is in English, and maduro means mature, and so what you're eating is a mature banana, a ripe banana, and I thought about it, and it was like, if I told you that I had something for you, like, a piece of fruit or whatever, but I told you it wasn't ripe yet, if I gave you a choice between fruit that is still in going through its process and fruit that is mature, that is ripe, that is juicy, that is, oh, like ready to just perfect, you know, like, like an avocado that is ready to be made into guacamole. Cause I love guacamole. Uh, what? This, this is a note. Let it be a note to myself. Never talk about food on your podcast. Cause I'm going on a tangent here. Cause I love food. <laughs> but anyways, um, the point is like, if I give you a choice between food that's not ready yet and food that is perfect, you're obviously going to go with the food that is on point, that's ready to be eaten, that's juicy, that's flavorful, that's all that. And it should be the same way with people. Like, if I give you a choice of an immature person or a mature person, like, I would hope that you choose a mature person. Like, save yourself the headache. And, like, I love how the Bible always talks about fruit and how, as people, you judge people by their fruit. And I would hope that your fruit is mature. And one example that I heard growing up on maturity and growth is Luke 2, 52, 
which is a short, simple verse. And it just talks about young Jesus pretty much. And says, Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and in man. And, oh my gosh. In favor with God and man. <laughs> I'm going to read that again because I don't know what just happened. I'm a little tired. Anyways. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. And when I look at that, there's like four key parts to that verse. So the two ways that Jesus grew was in wisdom and stature. And when I think about growing in wisdom, when I think about wisdom, I kind of see like two branches. So I see wisdom as like practical knowledge, you know, like you go to school, you read books, you listen to podcasts, you scroll through social media, you go on Google and search and just learn stuff. You teach yourself stuff, you know? So that's one way that I look at wisdom. It's just like practical knowledge. Um, and then the other side of that is just like God-given stuff, like life lessons, like things that you can only learn by experience or from somebody else telling you. And when I think about one of the richest men in the Bible, King Solomon, like I always note that even though he was the richest man in the Bible, when God asked him, like, what do you want? He didn't ask for money. He asked for wisdom. And because he asked for wisdom, he was able to also receive crazy wealth, like crazy. I was reading up on it a little bit and like the construction of his palaces and like his queen's um palace and the temple and all that kind of stuff like the bible talks about the materials that he used to build these buildings and it's like my man is like here like putting gold and like importing materials and like only the finest and obviously he has money you know but he didn't ask for that like that was just god that was just favor like he asked for wisdom and one thing that i'm encouraged about when it comes to wisdom is that is one thing that the bible makes very clear that you can ask for and God's going to give it and give it and give it. Like, that's one thing that you could ask for. And God is like, God is just waiting for you to ask for wisdom, you know, because he has an abundance of that. And so that's, I'm always encouraged. And like, even when I became a mother five months, officially five months ago today, um, the one thing that I asked God for was just wisdom to be a good mother. I didn't ask, I don't, I don't know, like, when your focus is right, you don't worry about provision. I don't ask for money. I don't ask for clothes because I'm assured that that's going to happen. That's going to come. Like, I'm God's daughter. He's not going to have me out here looking crazy. But what I do ask for is wisdom because I know that if I have wisdom, there's certain byproducts that come with that. And so I just wanted to point that out, that Jesus grew in wisdom. And also, so when you become an adult, like when it comes to learning new stuff, you have to become intentional about it because when you're in a kid, when you're in a kid, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> when you're a kid, um, you go through school, you know, like there's a structure set up for you to learn. And I'm not even going to get into the school systems and how they're very biased and don't even teach you. Anyways, let's not. When, but the point is like when you're a kid, you don't have to try hard to learn new stuff because you're constantly learning. You're going to school. You are in America. We have we do our best to have a well-rounded education. So you're learning all these different to topics and subjects, math, English, history, art, um, like, did I say science? I don't even know. I'm clearly tired. Anyways, you learn all this stuff. But then... After you finish your education, whether you drop out in high school or you get that graduate degree or whatever you do, like after you finish school, the responsibility to continue to be a learner and learn new things is on you. There's nobody asking you, yo, where's your homework at? We're going to have a test. Read this book. 
it's up to you if you're going to continue to learn or not. And if you're wise, you're going to be a lifelong learner. But yeah, like as an adult, growth comes intentionally. And also like the other part of the verse that talks about Jesus grew in wisdom and stature. Stature means like he grew physically. And we get to a point in life where we may stop growing physically. But I just want to say, even if you have stopped growing physically, like I'm going to take this moment in. Just talk about how salty I am that I haven't really gotten any taller since the sixth grade. I've been five four like my whole entire life, and it sucks. But anyway, <laughs> um, you get to a point where you stop growing physically, but that doesn't mean that you stop taking care of yourself. So even if you're not growing in height still, like I want to encourage you to value your health, your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, and all that, because um, that's another aspect of growth. Like it, use it or lose it. I can't tell you how many times they teach us as nurses, like, how important movement is. Like, people think that when they're not doing well, when they're in pain, that the best thing to do is lay up in bed. And it's a lie. The best thing to actually do is to keep moving. Like, I know back pain is a big common issue, like back problems. And you think when your back hurts, the best thing for you to do is lay down and chill. But it's actually working against you, actually hurting yourself when you lay up in bed. And so I just want to talk about how important growth and maturity is, because if you're not growing, you're dying. Um, and also the second part of the verse, <laughs> that transition though, <laughs> uh, the second part of the verse is that he grew in favor with God and man. And I want to talk about that a little bit, because when you grow as a person, like I said with my siblings, like there's relationships that are going to benefit from your growth. But when it comes to your growth, don't grow for other people because that's the wrong motive. Like, if you do stuff for other people, you're going to live and die by their praise. Every You're going to be all over the place because one person is going to tell you this, another person is going to tell you that. And it's just a very confusing lifestyle. But when you do things for yourself, when you do things for God, you never go wrong. And so when the Bible talks about how he grew in favor with God and man, I want to encourage you to strive to grow in favor with God because if you if you grow in favor with God if you are that lifelong learner you're getting wisdom you're taking care of yourself physically you know because that's the other aspect the mind and the body um you're gonna grow in favor with man people are gonna like you not everybody's gonna like you and that's okay but if you're taking care of yourself it's a byproduct that you're gonna find people you're gonna find your tribe people are gonna come alongside you I think it's important for me to say that sometimes when, so I have this, I heard this quote that says, um, elevation requires separation. And I thought that was dope because when you're growing, when you're intentional about your growth in life, like there's some stuff that you got to separate from. There's some stuff that you got to leave behind. And I understood that concept, but as I mature, <laughs> as I grow in life, um, I would add to that, I, elevation requires separation, but don't confuse separation with isolation because community is a very important aspect to your growth and how far you're going to go. And so that being said, if you know that you need to grow in an area and level up, you might lose some relationships, but that's okay because those are like dead weight. Um, you might have to start some journeys alone, but trust and believe that when you're doing what you need to be doing, people are going to come alongside you. So I just always like to say that to encourage people because we always worry about the things that we might lose. But I want to encourage you to think about what you might gain. 
And uh, yeah, so that's pretty much all I got here <laughs> on my notes. Um, I hope this encouraged you to keep on growing, keep on maturing in your life. And oh, on Sunday, Sunday night, I am going live. Sunday, I don't know the date, uh, November, I can't see my calendar, 8th, 9th, I don't know. The next Sunday, because today is November 5th, I'll say that. Um, I'm going live and I'm going to talk about my abuse story a little bit and I'm excited to do that because I really think that's going to set some people free and, um, raise awareness. I, I really wanted to talk about my abuse story. It was really important to me to put that out there, but every time I try to sit and write by myself and outline how I'm going to talk about it, what I'm going to say, because I want to do it with class. I don't want to be out here pointing fingers or like just wilding. I want to do it with class because it's it's not about me. It's not about him. It's to raise awareness for people that might be in similar situations because that's part that was part of it for me. I walked into an abusive relationship because I I knew that physical abuse, I would never be with somebody who was physically abusive, but I never thought about emotional abuse or mental abuse, which are just as deadly, you know? And so I'm blessed to be able to uh, talk about that story in an interview format. And I think it's going to be really good. So I, if you pay attention to my social media, I will be posting the details for that. I think we're going to go live on Facebook and Zoom. Um, and if you like to watch my podcast on Instagram, I guess you'll just have to listen to it on an app, <laughs> whatever your app of choice is. I know my podcast is on eight different platforms. But yeah, so until next week. Thank you guys for tuning in and let's grow. Let's do this.